Smartcast. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Welcome to this episode of Kicks for Free, in which we discuss all things football. I'm Bhargav Sharma, and with me is Timan Sarkar. Messi. After the successful conduct of the Indian Super League and the I-League inside biosecure bubbles and an international break that saw India play two international friendlies, Indian football has been hit by the brutal second wave of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, the Indian Women's League was first indefinitely postponed in early April and it was the first major uh, casualty of the second wave. Goa still managed to host the Group E fixtures of the AFC Champions League, with FC Goa becoming the first Indian club to compete in the main phase of the tournament. Uh, But things ended in a bit of a chaotic manner there, uh, because the foreign contingent of FC Goa had to prematurely leave India uh, to prevent the possibility of being shut out from their home countries, because uh, new travel restrictions had been put in place there. Then came the news a few days back that Bengaluru FC had breached uh, the biosecure bubble in Mali, where they had gone to play in the AFC Cup. Uh, they were supposed to play Maldivian club Eagles in a playoff, uh, with the South Asian Journal fixtures being scheduled immediately after that playoff game. But after the bubble breach that had to be postponed uh, by the Asian Football Confederation, Uh, And then on the same day came the news that the draw for the 2022 Women's Asian Cup qualifiers has been deferred and that the AFC is not yet postponing India's World Cup and Asian Cup qualifiers next month. That puts Igor Stimach's team in a spot, doesn't it, Devan? It does because, uh, you know, and the best uh, Stimach and his team can hope for uh, is is, is that Qatar waives the mandatory 10-day quarantine. Uh, so that they can get some training sessions in before the first game, which, as it turns out, is against the Asian champions Qatar on June 3, as scheduled. Mm. Now, if that doesn't happen, then uh, India will have to play with hardly any training. And that too, after the season being over for most of the players uh, in March, which is like over two months away. Mm. So, except for those from FC Goa and Bengaluru FC, FC that is. Now, ATK Mohanbagan's plans to have a preparatory camp in Kolkata and that of the national team also to have a preparatory camp in Kolkata ahead of the games in Qatar fell through because of the second wave of COVID-19 causing a massive humanitarian crisis. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, in this case, uh, I think there's not much really anyone can do. Uh, I mean, especially in terms of the Indian national team. India are pretty much out of the World Cup recording. Uh, even if they finish bottom of the group, that uh, they won't be out of the race for 
Asian Cup qualification. I mean, mm-hmm. that's how we qualified last time. Uh, the best right. India, right. the best that India can get out of this round is is to finish third, which will mean that we won't be needing to play a playoff round like we did against Laos last time. Uh, now, obviously, there there would be questions like, uh, could the national team have been sent out to prepare earlier than planned? Uh, you know, like the Indian shooters preparing for the Olympics have done by uh, heading to Croatia. Uh, that would have been a bit difficult because uh, Bengaluru and Mohan Bagan players were supposed to be involved in AFC Cup action. Right. Uh, and again, does it make sense to spend money on games where we we don't really have a lot to gain from? Uh, I mean, mm. we I know we can get finished third, but that's the most uh, we can get. And uh, really, at this point, the only positive news is that Qatar hasn't barred flights from India yet. Yes, and with the All India Football Federation saying that you know India wouldn't uh, want to pull out, citing lack of preparedness, hmm. this campaign could end badly, you know, and and which is which is sad yeah. because uh, it started promisingly when India lost narrowly to Oman in Guwahati. It seems hmm. like a long time ago, yeah. uh, 2019 September, uh, and and the, they were leading uh, till till into the 80th minute, uh, I think 81st minute, and hmm. then they took in two late goals. And then India actually went to Qatar and held them goalless, which I think is possibly the biggest achievement uh, in mm. for, for the country's football team in, in, in this uh, century. And I say that keeping the UAE 1-0 win in mind. Mm. But uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, India don't have a chance to make the final round of the World Cup qualifiers. But they do get into the third round of the Asian Cup qualifiers. And, and, and frankly, I think that is more important at this stage, isn't it? Yeah, of course. I mean, qualifying for the Asian Cup uh, at this moment is a must for a country like ours. I mean, especially after the tournament has been expanded to 24 right. teams. Uh, mm-hmm. And if you want to dream about playing in the World Cup, and it's a huge dream for many Indian football fans, uh, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. will have to establish yourself as a regular feature in the Asian Cup first. Uh, and right. how often you get to play in a tournament of the Asian Cup stature uh, says a lot about where you stand internationally. Just as it is important for Indian clubs to do well in Asian competitions too. Uh, I mean, I personally feel that FC Goa were a bit lucky to become the first Indian club to play in the AFC Champions League. I mean, mm-hmm. they did so because, of course, they're a fantastic team. They played really well uh, in the ISL and uh, they adapted really well to the you know, demands of the Champions League. Uh, but they played right. in the main tournament proper because the tournament was uh, expanded from 32 expanded. teams to 40 yeah. teams. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and thing is, if India are to be ranked high in the AFC's club competitions rankings, our clubs will have to do well in Asia. Now, uh, these rankings are prepared on the basis of uh, performances of the last four years of teams which participate in AFC competitions. So right. if you're ranked high in the list, clubs from your country will get more continental spots. Now, India at this moment are placed 20th, uh, just ahead of Indonesia and Bangladesh. And mm-hmm. our perform- I mean, performances of our clubs in Asia haven't been really very, you know, uh, impressive in the last few years. I mean, Bengaluru had reached the AFC Cup final in uh, 2016, of course. Uh, but since then, uh, 
Bengaluru have done all right, but uh, no other club has done well in this competition. I mean, last the last edition of the AFC Cup, of, of course, didn't take place uh, because of the pandemic. Uh, but no Indian team managed to reach uh, uh, the knockout stages in 2019. We had two teams in the group stages. Both of them crashed out. Right. Uh, Bengaluru themselves yeah. uh, crashed out in the first knockout round in 2018. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, it is... It kind of it tells you uh, how difficult it is to sort of you know be consistent at even in the second tier of Asia's competition. But mm-hmm. what gives me hope, uh, and this is where I come back to the point that you spoke about FC Goa, mm-hmm. is that yes, okay, they they did take part because the tournament was expanded, but mm-hmm. so did Istiklal, and they mm-hmm. have they have actually qualified for as group doubles. Yeah. So I am saying mm-hmm. that you know with. They uh, got this Istiklal got an opportunity like FC Goa, mm-hmm. and they made the opportunity count by grabbing it with both hands and becoming group toppers. So mm-hmm. I'm saying that you know if you have these opportunities, uh, let's look at the World Cup uh, football. Mm-hmm. 16 teams till till uh, till what 1982, 1986. Mm-hmm. I think it was 16 teams. Mm-hmm. Now, a team like South Korea would not get into if the World Cup was not expanded, but then. Some mm-hmm. World Cup later, it was South Korea who was playing the semi-finals. So, if yeah. you give the chance to other teams, they mm-hmm. do uh, uh, usually tend to uh, do well with international exposure. But you know, coming back to the point that you made about Bangalore, I am um, amazed. You know that you know Bengaluru FC did what they did in Mali. I mean, it, it, yeah. it seems like a car crash. I mean, mm-hmm. here was their chance to repair an ordinary season. Mm-hmm. They had a new coach in Italian uh, Marco Pezzioli. Hmm. They'd won the first round of the qualifiers convincingly. And had they beaten the Maldives as Eagles, they would have got a spot in the main round with uh, ATK Mohan Badan, Vashundara, Kings and Mazia. Hmm. And so, given that all that was at stake, it really beggars belief that, you know, after, after knowing what it entails to stay in a bubble, having stayed in bubble since, I think, September last year, because they had a camp first in Bellary where they were in a bubble. Then they moved to the ISL bubble. And then after the ISL, they were in another bubble preparing for the AFC Cup qualifiers. So, mm. you know, these it is not as if these people did not know what life in a bubble entailed. And yeah. yet, with something as silly as being seen walking out on the roads, and in short, they broke loose. Mm. Now, it's I, I think it reflects very poorly on a club that prides itself on being professional for all the right reasons. Mm. And it, it just set their chance of repairing the season uh, back somewhat. Uh, because there is no guarantee as to when this will happen and there's no guarantee how prepared they'll be when this happens. But having said that, it definitely helped ATK Mohan Bagan because they were in a shambles, weren't they? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, of course, what Bengaluru did uh, firstly, I mean, that was very shocking. But for Bagan, I mean, it, I think it came as a bit of a reprieve because uh, mm-hmm. they had man- managed to avoid playing without uh, uh, regular serious training. Uh, now, their camp in Goa uh, was called off and in Kolkata, in, in was, Kolkata uh, was called off. Uh, and then uh, Prabir Das, Sheikh Sahil came down with COVID. And Arindam Bhattacharya lost his mother to COVID. Right. Uh, and right. again, with uh, respect to the foreign contingent, I mean, it wasn't clear whether Roy Krishna would be able to travel to Mali. And uh, it was unlikely that uh, David Williams would, because uh, as we are aware, Australia had barred flights to and from India, and that, uh, that put in some very tough uh, travel restrictions. Right, uh, right. And then the Spanish contingent of uh, coach Antonio Lopez Havas, uh, his support staff, and the players would have flown directly to Mali. Uh, 
but you know match fitness would have been an issue for bagan uh, and uh, uh, with respect to afc i think having cancelled the tournament last year because of the pandemic uh, they were a bit reluctant to do so again so they deferred the group games and uh, both bagan and bengaluru will hope that uh, things will be in a much better state when the south asian zonal games uh, resume again yeah because right now there is no clarity as to where it will i mean the afc also has its hands full because mm. i think to the best of my knowledge they still haven't been able to announce whether eastern zone of the asian champions league will be held which is yeah. the, the mm. top tier tournament the western zone has uh, the group stages have just ended but there's mm. no clarity as to where the eastern zone is going to be held so so the afc has its hands full and well unwittingly let's put it bengaluru have contributed to aggravating mm. the crisis but in the middle of all this you know the afc also announced that the draw for the women's qualifiers which were mm. scheduled uh, in kuala lumpur later this month i think 27th may or something mm. would again would be deferred an mm. afc statement said and i quote taking into careful consideration the current challenges and logistical arrangements the afc agreed that the postponement of the draw was a necessary step due to rising covid-19 cases in the host nation which is india as well as the continent keeping in mind the well-being and safety of all teams players officials and relevant stakeholders end quote now the qualifiers for the tournament was scheduled in september 13 to 25 this year at centralized venues but i don't know what do you think that the tournament at all will be held next year in india yeah i mean it's it's, it's a very difficult question to answer i mean because of the uncertainty uh, right now uh, the only positive uh, is that there's still some time left for the tournament uh, if they can manage to hold the qualifiers first then that will be a bo- big boost for the main tournament proper but we'll have to wait and see how that goes and also bhagav what happens to the india team i mean i i they have hardly played the women have hardly played at all so hmm. even if the tournament is held i mean assuming we'll get to that in a bit but Hmm. how do you think they'll prepare because at this point yeah. in time you can't even hold a camp there's yeah, no can't... question of a league happening so what do they do yeah it's a very difficult situation for the national team players and uh, i mean last year the indian women's league was cancelled uh, because That's of the pandemic saying, yes. Yes. this season it has been uh, postponed indefinitely so players are uh, players haven't played for a long time uh, i mean at least not at the top level so and hmm. i mean this is our best uh, tournament the iwl and at best we can call it a semi professional uh, tournament uh, right and right. so i mean it's a very difficult situation for the players to be in i mean they haven't been able to go abroad or play against other teams uh, i mean two three games won't really help uh, so i mean hmm. when they uh, they got to play a lot of games in 2019 and we thought that would be the start but unfortunately once the pandemic hit uh, you know it became a bit difficult uh, so we'll have to wait and see what the aff uh, plans for them uh, but they need to chalk out some plan to you know get get them some uh, games before the tournament right. because they'll be right. playing against some of the best teams in asia so it won't be uh, you know ideal to head into the tournament without match practice uh, mm. now, you know coming back into the tournament women's asian cup in india i think the afc you have to remember they ho- allowed goa to host uh, the champions league games uh, you know in mm. april and that took place in goa when large parts of india 
were in the middle of a raging pandemic and right. by the time the tournament in ended uh, you know goa's foreign players had to rush out uh, without playing the last game uh, mm. and look at the situation in goa now i mean it's now yes yeah yes, it's, yes. it's one of the new hotspots of the pandemic right. in india right. uh, right. so i'm sure afc will be looking into that and i i'm sure they will have to they will be learning a few lessons from that situation uh, and uh, with regards to the situation in india many epidemiologists are already warning of a third wave so hmm. the way things are at this moment there will undoubtedly be concerns abroad especially uh, you know with organizations like afc they have already seen uh, you know how things have uh, you know come to pass in the last uh, couple of months so uh the women's world cup again the under 17 women's world cup that was supposed to be held that itself was postponed uh, and it was later cancelled and fifa awarded india a new edition and india's football authorities have been you know they have been banking a lot on hosting these major tournaments i mean in right. a way to give the game some kind of a fillip yeah yeah, yeah you're right kind of uh, boost the women's game and we don't really have a very strong domestic structure of course and uh, when uh, tournaments like iwl are impacted by the pandemic it doesn't help so if right. if the women's asian cup isn't held in india it definitely won't go down well uh, in this country uh, among those who are uh, you know so much invested into the women's game uh, but right now the way things are in india it's well beyond anyone's control now see you next time then This was an episode of Kicks for Free. Do like and follow us on at @htsmartcast on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and write to us at podcast@hindustantimes.com. You can also follow us on our Twitter handles at @dhimanht and at @bhargav sharma. You can listen to more podcasts by logging into htsmartcast.com. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.